हेलो फेलो ह्यूमेंस दिस इज माई फर्स्ट फर्स्ट पॉडकास्ट एंड आई एम हैप्पी दैट इट्स हैपनिंग ऑन द गुड फ्राइडे आई कंसिडर द गुड फ्राइडे टू बी अ मोर इम्पॉर्टेंट फेस्टिवल दैन क्रिसमस और ईस्टर फॉर दैट मैटर येस आई सेट इट राइट इट्स अ फेस्टिवल I think today is the day when we should celebrate the fact that Jesus Christ fulfilled his purpose of having come to this earth as a human in flesh. Good Friday is mostly about us thinking about and visualizing Jesus Christ. hanging on the cross battered bruised with a crown of thorns in his head right and um, there are a lot of auxiliary characters when it comes to this good friday scene not just from the crucifixion but through the entire episode of him getting betrayed by Judas to the time in front of the high priests to the time in front of Pontius the Pilate and on to the cross and until his burial what are the characters that we can relate to sometimes for good sometimes for evil what all are we so let's first start with how things started and how we as people can identify ourselves with some characters so good and some characters apparently bad so let's think about judas what judas did was to betray christ for something as simple as 30 silver coins 30 silver coins it's a big amount it was arrived at through negotiation it's not that you know if there was a price set for betraying jesus or it's not that judas said he wanted 30 silver coins most most of the time what we end up doing is that we end up negotiating between something worldly and something that gives us a spiritual completeness like Jesus Christ and we end up settling for something worldly but come to think of it it was only through judas that this entire crucifixion happened judas was one of the most important instruments in us getting salvation right so yes sometimes we might trade off something worldly but for all you know god might intended for a greater good and then comes the scene in front of the pilot i am just skipping the high priest's part i'm just getting into the pilot's part all of a sudden with no back story with no introduction whatsoever there is this character called barabbas who gets introduced 
in the court of the pilot. Who is this Barabbas? No one knows. What crime did he commit? No one knows. But all we know is that it is not that people wanted Barabbas to get free. When they were presented with a choice either to let Jesus be crucified or let Barabbas be crucified. Their hatred for Jesus or their want for Jesus getting crucified made them choose Barabbas to be released. Let's take a moment to think about someone who did not deserve to be punished. He has gotten the punishment because someone else had to get free. Let's flip it. Just because he got the punishment, someone else became free. Who is Barabbas right now? It's you and me. It's us. It's humans. It's people who trust. So yes, you and I are Barabbas as well. And let's get to the pilot. The pilot... In all his heart, he wanted to let go of Jesus. He thought about his own conscience, the entire scene that happened in front of his eyes. And he even says that he does not find any fault with Jesus as to crucify him. But he eventually does. Sometimes we are like the pilot. We know that, you know, this is good. But because of the pressure around us, because of some people close to us who might want us to do something that might be against the will of God, we end up doing it. And then comes the prisoner or the person who was crucified right beside Jesus. I'm not talking about the one who confessed. I'm talking about the other person. The other person, he is in the same same pathetic state as Jesus. He is also crucified on the cross. The only difference is that he has actually done some crime. And even in that moment of pain, even when we when he had the opportunity to regret for it, leave alone, repent, regret for it. He still sticks on to that element of mockery. He sticks on to testing God in a very mocking tone. He says, like, if you are son of God, just bring down yourself and me. How often have we challenged God? We know that we are undeserving of not being punished. We know that we deserve to be punished. But in spite of knowing that, how often have we pleaded to God or rather mocked at God telling that, you know, if you are God, get me out of this problem. You got into the problem because of your actions. But you do not seem to mind it. Right? And think about the people who fed him sour wine. How often have we given God something that 
he should not be given when he thirsts for something else. So little characters have their own role to play. But so far we've been talking about the negatives. Let's talk about the positives. Right. Let's start with the person who was on the other side of Jesus on the cross. Like it is uh, it's such a big thing. So it's it's like what to say. He had the chance. He had one last chance to make everything right. He had just one chance to get a direct entry to paradise from the very person who owns the paradise. I'm not talking about the person who has keys to the paradise. I'm talking about the person who owns the paradise. He just tells, forgive me. That was probably the last moment he could have asked for forgiveness to someone who was right beside him. And he made use of that opportunity. The only difference between him and us is that we can be assured that Christ is with us. And we can be assured that there is forgiveness. How often do we ask for forgiveness? Let us ask for it. Because he holds the paradise. When he says that we will be with him in paradise, we will be. Just that we need to ask him. Think about John, the disciple who was right there with him on the cross. Jesus respected his worldly relationships. If not for that, he would not have cried for Lazarus. But he cried. He respected his worldly, worldly relationships. It was just about friendship. Think about the motherly relationship that he had with Mary. He entrusts a person who he respected to a person who he trusts. If God and Jesus can trust someone, they are going to give them huge responsibilities. The question is, are we earning the trust of God through our actions? Are we earning the trust of Jesus through our actions? We will need to think about it. Let us do things that will make us trust him. The trust is not established by actions that might seem worldly viable. Come to think of it, when Jesus was being arrested, John did nothing. But you know what Peter did, right? He just drew out a sword and cut the ears of the person who came to arrest Jesus. This is an aggressive show of loyalty. But this loyalty did not earn the trust of Jesus. Maybe this loyalty earned him the trust that Peter became the founder of the church upon the rock, upon that rock called Peter. Jesus built his church, but he did not entrust his mother to Peter. And then let's think about Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea. These people are lost somewhere. They do not find their significance in the Good Friday service or during the Easter service. They are lost somewhere, but they are very, very important people. They knew how to take care of Christ as a human, as a dead body. They are people who trusted that the same body will come alive after three days. And they 
had to take complete care of it so that this body comes unmutilated when it is about to come back today the body of christ is the church what are we doing to preserve the sanctity of the church when jesus comes back in all his divine glory how is his body going to be let us ask ourselves all these questions good friday is the ultimate celebration that any christian can have any person who trusts in the lord any person who trusts in jesus christ can have good friday is not just about the seven words spoken on the cross they are important there is no question on that each word spoken has its own significance but at the same time it should not be forgotten that the moment when baby jesus got mar has one of his presents from the wise men it was known that he was going to be embalmed he was going to be dead and the moment the woman in simon's house broke the jar of alabaster and anointed him that was the second sign every time jesus was preparing himself and us for this moment to come and this moment would change the history of the world of the church of human kind of sacrifices of covenant of everything it is one of the greatest moments ever in human history so this good friday let us look back at those people who very well in today's context could be you and me and there are people who in today's today's context should be you and me yes good friday is about jesus but let us all look at the auxiliary characters as well that's it for today and if at all you have listened thank you let your day and your holy weekend be great and blessed